Chance Time. Hello and welcome to Chance Time, the generic video game podcast that is so generic. I'm Ryan Speakman, and with us we have Curtis Lowe. What's up? And we also have Paul Bills. Hello. How you guys doing today? Wonderful. <laughs> wow. Yes, remember That's... the Green Day? Remember that? That song is a. I remember what song it is, but there's like an interview. Yeah, lady interviewing. This what's the guy's name? Uh, Mr. Billy something. Uh, Billy Joe, Green. I think is his name. Billy Joe. It's like, Billy Joe. Something, something, something. It's like, how does it make you feel? Mm, wonderful. And then it starts the song. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't remember that I'm one. Look but it up now. It sounds great. Well, I don't really have any. Like... Crazy. I have to think of the song. The song now. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I can hear it in my head and everything. And I'm like singing it in my head, but I don't remember what it's called. Is this ringing any bells for you, Paul? You know, I haven't been the biggest Green Day fan in my life, so. Mm. I do know the song by Brian Wilson called, I think it's One Wonderful. Great album. Smile. Maria. Maria, that's what it's called. Maria. I do know the one that they played on every montage in any school, like, end of the year video. Oh, yeah. Another turning point. <laughs> that one. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> yep, that's it. What, what was the uh, other the one they did? Yeah, I can't remember that. Oh. Did they do... Good riddance. That's what it's called. Mm. Good riddance. Time of your life. Did they, they didn't ever play Wake Me Up When September Ends in that one, did they? In those kind of videos? I don't think so. Yes, yeah. it's conceivable. I feel like they did, but like it's like kind of depressing, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a sad song. <laughs> Good written song makes sense, but it's also like September is the beginning of the school year, right? So you True. can't play yeah. it at the end of the school year. <laughs> Ludicrous. I know. Well, enough riveting conversation. Let's just. <laughs> Let's uh let's get into our two the one things that's just one thing that we talk about that's one. How many? <laughs> How many? Only one. Only one. There can only be one. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> uh let's start with you, Paul. <laughs> okay. Uh I have just a big big personal update here. I have Finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's a giant achievement. It took only like 95 hours. And I I did like maybe like 40% is, is my guess of <laughs> like the available content. Uh, That's insane. The, end, the ending of that game is it is uh, 
it's for people who are really into Assassin's Creed. Like I have played everything since Assassin's Creed Four, and I did not get it <laughs> <laughs> because it brought back a character from Assassin's Creed One through Three, um, and um, I did not oh, no. do a particular side quest that was important to understanding the story and i i don't understand why they didn't make it require I mean, yeah <laughs> yeah if it was important <clears throat> yeah like the ending was it was some like kingdom hearts level like well you're in the simulation but you're actually a reincarnation and that guy is also a reincarnation but he's also stuck in the simulation and now and the hallucination you had was <laughs> uh, a like metaphorical like representation of something that happened in your previous life. It was like that level kind of stuff that I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might know who the character is, though. <laughs> Yes, you based of what, based off yeah. what you said, I don't remember his name. I don't. He's he's not in a, like a big character. Is it? Maybe we need to talk about this after in case. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to. We're gonna spoil, spoil it from somebody, right? Creed Valhalla for all our listeners. I always assumed it uh, was the band Creed. Uh, I mean that's the big the, twist. You well, just spoiled the it. Credits that... start rolling. He goes, "Can you take me higher?" <laughs> I'm glad that As you guys like the eagle soars away. I'm glad you guys leaned into it, but the three second awkward pause after I said it made me really worried. <laughs> so I was taking a drink at the time. I would have been there earlier. I would actually love to play a game where the band Creed is a bunch of assassins. <laughs> the spinoff crossover yeah. we've all been waiting for. And it's still like a 150 hour game <laughs> but the only song that plays is can you take me higher it plays every time you jump do the leap of faith thing you know <laughs> yeah. it's like ah, can you take me higher and then you hit the hay and, and it just cuts yeah that's the whole that's it or when you're like on a spree of like guys chasing you and you're like shooting them with bows and arrows and stuff and <laughs> I feel like yeah. you need to have the arms wide open song in there. Oh yeah, too. that's true. It's you also <laughs> have to, ha and the big twist is that Creed from the Office, from Assassin's Creed one through three, is still part of the story. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. That's why he's so shifty. Uh, <laughs> he was an assassin the whole time. <laughs> And then Michael B. Jordan shows up as Creed as well. <laughs> <laughs> the whole organization of Creed. Do you like the idea? Like, there's some random cutscene that cuts to uh, what's the? I don't watch The Office enough, but The Office Building. What's the name of the company in that show? Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, it cuts to the Dunder Mifflin, like whatever you know, and then it. Someone just like sprints and does a leap of faith off the building, <laughs> and then it like, and then Creed like climbs out of the dumpster or something. 
Yeah, let's make it happen. I like it. Curtis, what do you got for us? Oh, did you have more to say, Paul? I'm sorry. We went to a huge <laughs> Creed tangent. <laughs> uh, no, I... That's a, a great accomplishment. It, I congratulate yeah, I, you. I, I did it. I I was really pushing to do it. Um, I was helped by the COVID vaccine, which really knocked me out last week. So I had a lot of time just on the couch, not working and doing anything else because if I stood up, everything hurt. So I did it uh, with some extra help from the vaccine. We did it on time. Uh, so now I can play Returnal and Pokemon Snap on Friday, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, so. I honestly thought it was going to be 95 hours is less than what I was expecting, actually. Oh, it it probably would have been more if these other games weren't coming out. Like, I, I could have. But at about, I don't know, hour 60, I was like, Okay, time to just hit the story. And I thought I was pretty close at hour 60. I could just go like clean up the story and then keep playing till I was done. But man, they really dragged it on. Mm. Like he kept having to do more and more stuff to like get that ending. And uh, I was not entirely sure I had actually seen the ending because credits did not roll. But apparently credits just don't roll. Like the credits is in the main menu if you want to look at it, but it doesn't like roll credits. Or oh, interesting. Sorry. Yeah. That's weird. That's sad. Almost feels like you can't beat the game if it doesn't roll the credits. Yeah. I honestly wonder if it's like a weird, like, because they're trying to make Assassin's Creed more and more like a single player MMO almost, where it's mm. like you just play this forever and you, you know, buy the special outfits and and gear in the in the shop and you know it's like this is like your forever game so i almost wonder if they don't roll credits to like not give you that moment of i'm done like that's my cynical Maybe. um like capitalist view of it but yeah i don't know it's really weird yeah that's uh, always like a special moment for me is beating a game and then just sitting and watching the yeah. credits I always watch the whole credits, no matter how ridiculously long they are. Um, I skipped Spider-Man's credits after <laughs> minute 15, and it was still going. I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Did you see the after credits scene? Yeah, they still let you do it okay. when you skip the credits. <laughs> but yeah, it just it was so long. Funny. All right, Curtis. What one thing do you got for us? Um, do you guys have you guys ever played Terraria? Yeah. Barely. Not very much. Barely. Um, it's actually one of my most played games on Steam. Um, friend of the show, James. Always thankful to, to go see him. Um <laughs> Thank you for coming. Him and I had thanks for coming to see James. Um we've had play it once in a while. There's a time there's a stretch that was probably like five years ago now if not more at this point but oh yeah this is a long time ago anyway we played it like for forever it was just a ton of fun for people who don't know it's kind of like it's a i guess you could call it like minecraft like a 2d minecraft it's a little different though um 
but I like it a lot more than Minecraft. I've tried to get into Minecraft and I just can't. I always end up getting lost and not never sure what is worthwhile to do, you know? And there's just Minecraft is just so so open ended that I always just like I don't know what I even want to do. Whereas Terraria there's a guy who you could talk to and he'll actually kind of give you some pointers to kind of get an idea of what you maybe want to do. And since it's 2D, you know, the map just goes off to the right and goes off to the left and it generally just spawns you in the middle of the map. It's very easy to not get lost, <laughs> which is nice. Because in Minecraft, especially when you start digging down and then you're in like these mines and caves and stuff and then I'm like, where the heck am I? It's probably doing something wrong, but you know. Terraria, anyway, I've enjoyed much more. And James and I started playing again randomly on Steam. And we're having lots of fun. And there's this uh, big indie sale on Switch recently. And Terraria was on sale on Switch. And I was like, that'd be a fun game to play portably. So I pulled the trigger and I bought it. And it plays pretty well on console, actually. It's a little weird. It's a lot better with a keyboard and mouse, but it's pretty fun. I've actually been playing that like nonstop since I bought it. It's been fun. Oh wow! Just killed the king slime. Really, <laughs> seconds before we started recording. Are you still? <laughs> I remember playing with you and James back in the day a couple times. Do you yeah. guys still build like dig your huge hole half the time? That's yeah, called the elevator. <laughs> you just dig a hole straight down through the earth, and then you get to. <laughs> there's demons flying around and stuff it's great um and then you go back to the top of the hole and then you drop a rope all the way down to the bottom so then you can just ride the rope all the way down yeah that's and great. after you do that you build a wall that goes straight up and then you look for the little islands and the clouds they have good loot in there and there's also just a lot more bosses and stuff in Terraria than minecraft from what i understand so that's fun too. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. It's been a lot of fun. It's taking me away. I just kind of got into a rut where I didn't know what to play on Switch. Um, I honestly have fallen off of Hades. I'll probably talk about that another day. I want to get back into it, but I just can't ever <laughs> muster up the desire to play it anymore. So I'll try to play it again. Have you? It's not clicking for me. Have you ever? Have you beaten Hades? Like, have you fought Hades? No, I think I've gone to the last area though. Last. Uh, okay. This is jerk face with the ship. Um, Theseus or whatever. Theseus. Yeah, and the Minotaur. I've gone past them a couple times, and then I always end up dying in that next area. And I miss—I think that's the last one. I'm not sure. Wait a yes, second. It is. Did you guys just talk about the ship of Theseus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just got dropped again. <laughs> well, it's unclear if it's still the ship of Theseus, but we talked about something. <laughs> Yeah, in the game, does he mention that he's replaced every piece of wood in his ship? I don't. I don't think they mentioned it. At oh. least not in the 
That, the I think he even I mentions thought. the ship. Yeah. It didn't even click for me until we watched One Division, and then we talked about it and made a bunch of jokes on it in this <laughs> podcast. And then the next time I was playing, and I got to him, I was like, "Wait a minute, this is the guy's <laughs> ship!" Like, holy crap! <laughs> Just a wow. real, real quick side tangent. Are you? Did you guys like Falcon and Winter Soldier as much? Did you guys watch that? Uh, I did. I didn't. I didn't like it as much as WandaVision. Yeah. But it also, like, it wasn't what I expected it to be at all. It was, like, I expected it to be, like, a buddy cop show. Yeah. With, like, way more quips just between the two of them just kind of, like, sniping at each other while they have big fight scenes. And it was, like, one of the most, probably the most, like, political Marvel piece ever. Like, it wasn't bad. I just was like so like surprised. I was yeah. expecting something very different. Yeah. I liked it way more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. I was the one that was like, I don't know if I'm going to even care to watch it. And I mean, I watched the first episode and I actually really enjoyed it, even though they never even talked to each other. Yeah. The first episode, <laughs> which was kind of funny to think about. Like it took its time. I really liked it. I don't know if I liked it more than one division because they're so different. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not really. It's hard for me to compare compare. them. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked it as much as I thought I would like it, which was less than Wandavision. But I also kind of feel like it would have worked better as a movie than a series. I feel like there was, I don't know. They could have. It could have been tighter, in my opinion. But I, I liked. I thought it was good. I liked it as a series. I kind of like these series a lot, actually, because yeah, like I agree. There's a lot more time to the characters to actually matter. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure if they made yeah. it as a movie, I would be like, I think it would work better as a series. So, yeah, shows what I know. <laughs> Take that, me. They already did confirm Captain America for the movie is in development. Apparently, oh, I didn't hear that. So it was like the day of. I hadn't even watched. It was like the middle of the day of that Friday when the last episode came out. And it was like, Captain American 4 in the works. And I was like, the episode's been out for like 12 hours, guys. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> there was like a picture of him in his suit. And it's like, okay, well. Right. But yeah. I will also say that this time I didn't look up like any articles or YouTube videos or anything about the characters and everything. Because I didn't know anything about John Walker and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? the flag smashers i didn't know anything about those guys and i decided this time to just stay off of all of that kind of thing you know yeah just watch the show as it is and i think that helped me enjoy it a lot more yeah i could see that as before in wandavision i watched i remember watching a video about agatha harkness and stuff and i was like well then she's the obviously agnes agatha harkness like <laughs> you know that kind of stuff kind of spoiled a lot of stuff for me yeah uh, yeah, I, my, as far as comic books go, I know very, very little about Captain America and the deep lore behind it and stuff. And so I, yeah. I kind of went in the same way, but I had heard a few things. I still watch some YouTube videos. I won't lie. Yeah. Anyways, I will divulge my one thing to you guys. Um, uh, as mentioned in a previous episode, I was planning on 
playing It Takes Two with my girlfriend Charlotte. And I did that. And it was great. Um, I don't really know. Did she, did she think it was great? She liked it and she keeps asking to play it more. But I'm still trying to figure out if that means she likes me and so she wants to do the things that I like or if she like really genuinely liked it. But like we were, I think she had a good time cause we were like playing and she was laughing and it was fun going through like the floorboards and getting shot up by vacuums and trying to figure out what the puzzles are and things like that. And I had heard the story was kind of cheesy but I I didn't think it was like cheesy in a bad way. I think they I think they nailed it and what they were trying to go for. Not necessarily like Pixar level of stuff, but maybe DreamWorks. <laughs> um, DreamWorks has done good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they have good stuff. Yeah, I feel like for the most part they do, but then every once in a while they they throw in one that's like. You know, not for me. Like you're... <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of one. Maybe they're all good. They do seem to just kind of mm -hmm. pump out a lot. And the, some of them you just don't notice. Yeah. Because I... But like, I guess what it is is like... It doesn't have the same polish as a Pixar movie. Where like, I would rather watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs than any Pixar movie. But I won't lie. I won't like tell someone that the animation is better than a Pixar movie, or like maybe the story isn't as like tender as a Pixar movie. But I personally enjoy it. But I don't know. It was a a fun time. I think Charlotte liked it. We're probably gonna play it some more. And how how long is it? I looked it up earlier but i can't remember i think it's between 10 and 12 hours or 10 and 20 hours is what i was gonna say but i will search it right now yeah and you main story average 11 hours so how many like sessions okay. did you guys have uh we've only played it once so far oh okay you didn't finish it no oh. no no we did uh we did the first level basically, but uh, it was, okay. I think it is a good, like I, the thing I was a little afraid of was that I was going to be a little too complex uh, for like mm. people who haven't played as many video games, but it wasn't as bad. You do have to like kind of get used to the camera control if you haven't done that before. Right. And like, I don't know, it was fun. It was fun because like explaining something is like simple to us as a double jump is like, it's kind of exciting in a way to be like, no, oh, you just press the button again, but you have to like time when you press the button to get certain distances <laughs> and like things like that. And yeah, I don't know. It, do it feels like a bigger accomplishment when like, someone hasn't like 
experienced that before. But I don't know. I'm excited to play more. It was a it was a good time so far. Side note, real quick: Cloud Earth: The Chance of Meatballs was made by Sony Animation Studios. Ooh. Thank you. Uh, Pushing on my glasses right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. We watch a lot of cartoon movies in my house. What else have you lied about, Ryan? Balls is a good one. All right. My name's not Ryan. (laughs) My name is Theseus. (laughs) And I know. Are you the real Theseus? (laughs) I know if I'm the real Theseus or not. Okay, yeah, so looking at the the DreamWorks pantheon of movies, they're not, uh, I think it does showcase of, like, there's, like, some, uh, some hits and misses. And, it, I, of course, it's all preference, but, like, you've got your Shreks, which up to a point are good. You got Kung Fu Panda, Madagascar, people like that. But then you've also got your Shark Tale, your <laughs> Monsters uh, versus Aliens. Oh, oh whoa. Yeah. I don't Do know. not let my wife ever hear this podcast. Her okay. family loved Monster vs. Aliens. Okay, I didn't see it, so I don't know. But <laughs> I just... mean, I didn't like it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and your Turbo, the snail racing one. Turbo. I just watched I Turbo like a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, what is this movie? It's so weird. But then going back, you also got your Megamind. Uh, you got How to Train yeah, Your Megamind Dragon. Right. Yeah. You got Trolls, which I know people like. But like then they either like really good or just terrible. Yeah, yeah. And so like I feel like that's a good good showcase. Right. Of like it's not always the best, but they've got some good ones. I am sad that my appreciation for DreamWorks went way down when I know they didn't do Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> Sony does some good animation movies. I mean Spider Man into the Spider Verse was yeah, Sony. That's true. All right. So it was Hotel Transylvania. That movie's beautiful. Oh yeah. That movie's weird. I haven't I seen like the first Hotel one, Transylvania. Okay, but you've got some some weird ones on here. There's only six movies they've got in their franchises, so I'll just read them to you. <laughs> okay, number one, Open Season. Oh, yeah. I never watched any of that. I, about that I don't either, but there's four films in the franchise, so someone liked them. Four of them? <laughs> yeah. Then there's yeah. Surf's Up, which I don't think did that great either, but maybe it did. Uh, I like that movie, though. Okay. So that one's a, a hit with the Curtis family. Then you got Cloudy <laughs> with a Chance of Meatballs. You've got the Smurfs, which had three movies. And you've got... I haven't touched those. Hotel Transylvania. And Goosebumps, which is, also... which is not really an animation, but it's right. listed in this list. Interesting. What were you going to say about Hotel Transylvania, Paul? It also has three movies, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah, Sony really sticks to a franchise. Uh, but it's not... Oh, but these are the franchises, not the list of movies. But looking at the list of movies, they don't. They have less hits than hits, I think. Oh, Sony Pictures in general is... Yeah, that's true. Probably 
the lowest tier of like the major studios. Will your wife get mad if we say the emoji movie is on Sony's list? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh I don't know anyone who like unironically actually likes the emoji movie. I know a lot of people <laughs> who just laugh about it and make fun of it a lot. So bad. <laughs> Well, this is the movie. There's a. I want to say it's Sony. Maybe it isn't. It might be just Netflix. But there's a new Netflix that I want to watch. It's about like this family that's trying to go on a road trip, and then the like robot apocalypse happens. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Okay, yeah, that is called. Sony. It is listed on here. But I know it's the same. I think it's the same like writers or something that worked on. Um, Spider-Verse, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's out yet, but I think it looks really funny. Uh, it, it came out April 23rd. Friday. So. I mean, Friday. What? That says already? April 23rd on here. That's weird. I'm, like, on the Netflix page like, on the movie, and it says coming Friday. No, then Wikipedia is wrong. Uh, theatrically, it was released the twenty third, but on Netflix, it's on. It comes on Netflix on the thirtieth. Gotcha. Okay. Who did a? Is this a animation movie podcast now? Um. Yeah. Abominable. Yeah. I have no idea. I watched who did that, that one recently, and that one was actually pretty good. A better than I thought it'd be. It was DreamWorks. Well, there you go. I liked it anyway. I don't know if people liked it. I don't know how it was received, but. What's that one that's like the choppy animation, the Red Riding Hood one? What is that called? Hoodwinked? Yeah, Hoodwinked. <laughs> I remember liking the first one. I liked it a lot, but I I remember it was off-putting, like how kind of bad the animation was. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. Abominable has an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. So, people liked it. All right. Let's get into uh, <laughs> a more somber note now that we've discussed every animation studio to a degree. I would like to gather you all here for uh, a period of mourning in my life personally. And I would like to uh, just reveal to everybody, as you probably saw from the title of this episode, that we will be uh, commemorating my Nintendo Switch purchased on release date. Whenever that was in March 2017, I forgot what day it was, but uh, I brought my backpack to my girlfriend's house, and the last place I saw it was at her house. Then we went to a photo thing that she had to do to take pictures for people. We went to 
my friend's house after we came back and then when I left I noticed my backpack was missing and by the way this is the topic of the show funeral for Ryan switch if you didn't know <laughs> um it's I thought I knew that, but I guess those are. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. I know we usually say <laughs> let's get into the topic of the show, but I thought I would be a tad bit more dramatic if you guys would allow it, and you guys did. Um. Anyways, I. But at that point, I was like, I'll just drive home and grab my backpack when I come up again. Um, a day passed, I went back up, and the backpack was nowhere to be found. Um, the backpack contained my Switch, um, a change of clothes, and that's really the only important thing. I think I had, like, a sweatshirt, my phone charger was in there, but the most important thing was my Switch and a bunch of games that were in the case. Are gone now. So they disappeared from your girlfriend's house? I don't know. The last place that I remember seeing it was at her house, but it's possible I put it in my car when we were driving. It's possible that it was taken out of my car. It's possible that I misplaced it in one of the places we went, but I've been kind of trying to backtrack and I haven't been able to find it. And, uh, yeah, I've been, I've checked Craigslist and Craigslist or Craigslist like places to see if anybody is selling my Nintendo switch right now. No one mm. is. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a weird feeling that I have invested a lot of money. You never really think about like carrying your switch around and carrying as many games as that I was carrying around when it's just like sitting in your backpack until like you think about how much money goes into it when you no longer have it. Um, but yeah. I uh, just wanted to commemorate this moment. I have some, uh, there were 20 games in the case. So uh, I did some, a little statistics of how much money I (laughs) actually lost. Um, And then I spent a a bit of time figuring out what games, um, I'm missing and I would just like to uh, share this with you guys and if you guys have any words on the games I have lost or uh, I guess to put this in more of a conversation perspective instead of me just talking um, when did you guys get your switches I could not get mine at launch um But I got it pretty soon thereafter. I remember working with you when the Switch came out. Yeah. And I remember specifically that you were like, yeah, I might get it. 
I also remember we were on a business trip and we watched the uh reveal trailer. Yeah, the reveal trailer to together. And I remember we both thought it was cool, but we weren't like like we need to get this day one. Right. And just speaking more of my experience, I remember my friend Wesley, he wanted to go wait in line to get it and invited me. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll get it. And I ended up getting it on day one. But I remember you, Paul, changed your mind about wanting to get it just because Breath of the Wild was so widely acclaimed. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, And I... I'm remembering now I was also waiting for Mario Kart. Mm, yeah. That was like a big justification to get it. Cause then it could be like a, a, like a family gathering thing and not just me playing Zelda, but yeah, but yeah, Zelda being, you know, one of the highest acclaimed games of all time was definitely very motivating for me. And you sold uh, your Wii U and 3DS to get it, as I recall as well? Yes, yeah, because I wasn't going to look back. <laughs> and that's true, I, I don't regret doing that at all. <laughs> Fair. It was also 2017, um, so that was the year where I was keeping track of of every second and every penny I spent on games. So I also needed to sell stuff so that it wouldn't balloon my my money spent on games too much and and ruin my my analysis. So I, I sold so that it would be like a a net lower cost because I was trying to be very conscious of how much I spent on gaming that year. Don, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Curtis? When did you get your Switch? I didn't get mine till I think it was 2018 summer. Um, I didn't. I had a Wii U, and the only game I really wanted was Breath of the Wild, so I was just bought that on Wii U instead because I didn't want to buy a whole new console for a game that I could already play with what I had. Um, <clears throat> and then when they announced uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, that's when I really wanted a Switch. And funny story is that I actually was gifted to the Switch. Um, that summer I got laid off from my job. And my sister-in-law and her husband, my brother-in-law, um, had listened to me talk <laughs> so much about Super Smash Brothers and how excited I was and everything. And then I remember the mess. He's like, well, are you going to get it? It's like, oh, no, I don't have a Switch. So we'll see, you know, kind of thing. Um, but they could tell how excited I was. And then I got laid off. And then my sister-in-law, um, I can't remember exactly how it worked out, but she got a bonus from her job. And she was going to, like, there was a thing where she was going to split it with a coworker, if I remember right. For whatever reason, that didn't work out. So she ended up with an extra, like, 400 bucks from the um, bonus. But originally, she wasn't going to get it all. So she... Her, uh, she and her husband um, were nice enough to buy me a switch because I had just gotten laid off and they felt bad for me. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's how I got my switch. Yeah, and then that's legit. I was being 
very, very, very careful about money. So I got Fortnite on it. <laughs> played Fortnite <laughs> and a bunch of demos for a bunch of games that I was like, I don't think I should buy this because I don't have a job. <laughs> we only <laughs> don't have the income we had like a week ago. Um, and then I ended up buying Enter the Gungeon to play, and I played that for 50 hours because that was the only game I had on it <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> um, and how much... What What is your guys's... We've, we've talked about this throughout the podcast, but like... What... How much have you invested in physical media on the Switch versus how much have you done digitally? Um, and among the same vein, how much have you... How many third-party slash indie games have you bought or do you feel like you're buying more first-party Nintendo games or like what's the ratio on those? It's an excellent question. Uh, so I'll, Sorry, I'll jump in on the I, I probably should have uh, prepped right. you guys before the podcast about this. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> no, no. I got my switch right here. We're good. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I was all physical on the switch because of the 32 gigabyte internal storage is mm, yeah. very insufficient. Until there was a, a big sale on an SD card, so I finally got one. So I am like just now making the transition to being digital on Switch. So like Pokemon Snap will be my first like major game that I do digitally on Switch. Mm. Um, and to go along with your story a little bit, I am very aware of the value of all the games in the case in the Nintendo just because of children. Mm. And they think it's very fun to open the case and like open the the little plastic case that has the cards in it. And for some reason, I think it's fun to play with the cards. And that mm, yeah. stresses me out to no <laughs> end. Because... If oh, you man. lose that tiny little card, I hate any hearing of the, that. <laughs> yeah, any of the thousand ways that kids can lose things, it's just like that money's gone forever. So I very much feel your loss because uh, I'm constantly trying to ward off against the loss of all the cards, you know, the cartridges that we have collected. So it's another reason I'm excited to switch to digital because um, I can't lose it <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um, that hasn't been a consideration uh, with any other console and like switching to digital or like digital on PC or anything but it once I realized like hey this is a I could just get an SD card and then I could just not worry about this all the time <laughs> yeah um, so I'm excited for, for that to be the case <laughs> and funny. then <laughs> what about uh first party versus third party versus indie like oh yeah so i think one of the reasons like if i had known how much of an indie magnet the switch would be i think i would have been way more excited about it from the get-go mm -hmm. um so i'm probably pretty evenly split between first party and indies on switch um 
Although lately, I'm because my my kids have taken to the Switch so thoroughly, I'm back to doing more indie stuff on PC than on Switch, actually. But pretty split between first-party Nintendo and indie. And I've, I have like a couple third-party games, like Civilization VI I ended up getting as a Christmas gift from somebody. Hmm. Um, I did... Uh, I ended up getting Diablo 3 on my Switch because that seemed like the best place to finally try a Diablo. Played it a good amount, but nowhere near like finishing the main campaign. Um, so yeah, like a, a couple third parties like that, but mostly, you know, your Smash Bros, your Mario, your Zelda, your Mario Kart, uh, your clubhouse games mm, yeah gotta have clubhouse games <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the the mix of indies on there as well yeah. yeah and what about you curtis uh physical versus digital and third party versus first party um i have mostly digital but that's mostly because oh i just did the math somewhere between like 90, 80% of my Switch is either indie, mostly indie, or third party. Um, so that's makes sense. Those are practically all online, you know, all digital. So the, I only have a few first party that are digital. So I don't have, see, so yeah, I don't have very many physical games compared to digital. I play, yeah, and the games I buy are mostly smaller indie titles, especially when they go on sale. Uh, I, I'm curious, just because I know you kept a lot of your old gaming stuff, when you do buy a first-party game, do you get the physical copy, or do you still just do the digital? Um, it depends. I usually do physical if I can. Mm -hmm. Um. The two exceptions that I have are Smash Brothers, because mm -hmm. I don't want to have to deal with putting in the card. I want to be able to just boot it up and play it whenever I want. Yeah, I like to play just a few matches against computers. I'm weird that I play that game almost exclusively by myself, <laughs> and <laughs> not even online. I'll just play against level nine computers once in a while, <laughs> and I've put a ton of time into that game. And the other one is uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, only because I had done the... Um, no, there's three. Um, I did the... They did the voucher thing, where you could get two games for 100 bucks. I don't know if you remember that. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew I wanted to get Luigi's Mansion, so I did that one. And then the other one I did was Super Mario Maker. Um, because that was another one I wanted to be able to just boot up whenever I wanted to and play. Uh, same thing with Animal Crossing. I did digital because... I didn't want to have to deal with the card. I just wanted to play it whenever I needed to, wanted yeah. to. But basically, if it's a game that I can just, a big game that I can play through and then feel like I'm finished with, I'd like to get the physical edition. Makes sense. Um, one second, my headphones just fell. The little plug fell out. All right, I'm back. Um. So, as you know, 
both of you especially. I uh, I think I have like a little bit of like a collector bug in me that like just like feels good when I have things and I kind of feel like I treated the switch in that way where like probably the one of the first consoles I've had since day one and have sort of caught up on every first party game and when it comes to for me I also think that this is one of the ones that like I don't know if it's my last foray into this, but I kind of think of it as like the switch was going to be like my last big, like I'm going to have the physical copies and like, cause I do feel with PlayStation, I decided to go only digital because it is kind of a hassle to like have all this extra stuff that just kind of like sits on a shelf when you're not playing it. And like, but there's also kind of like, if someone likes games and comes over, they can look at it and it can be kind of like you talk about it or you can like, they say, Oh, I love this game and you can both play it. And like, I kind of like that aspect of it, but, um, yeah, because of all that, I have probably bought mostly physical on the switch here and there. I did do clubhouse games was my one digital purchase that I, I did when it comes to a first party switch game. And so losing it makes it that much more frustrating, I guess, because you get to a point where like, if I lost all these digital copies, I could just buy one switch and that's it. It's all back. But because I had all these games in the case, <laughs> it makes it a little more, uh, it stings a little bit more, I guess you could say. Um, but I'm going to uh, give you a list of all the things that were in the case. And uh, what, what would you guys like to do? Would you like to give uh, like a commentary, one second commentary on what it feels like to lose the game or if it's not that big of a loss or... I want you guys to be a part of this because I, I don't want to just sit and list off a huge list of things. Yeah, I guess I let's just react as make as makes sense. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll start with uh, uh, non-game related things. First, we have Nintendo Switch. Gone. Then we have a blue and a green Joy-Con attached to it. This is uh, notable cool. because I bought a pink and green Joy-Con set and a blue and yellow Joy-Con set just so I could have the blue and green. <laughs> 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 and so now I'm left over with pink and yellow, the colors that I like the least. And in order to replace this, I would have to buy two sets of Joy-Con again. <laughs> so that one also yeah, stings no. particularly. A real, funny, uh, a real close to the knife there. I know. <laughs> um, 
and we had some uh, some of the plastic slider things that give you the L and R buttons on the side. <laughs> I've lost one of those, and I have no idea where it is. Oh, yeah, I think I've got like a hundred of those though from all the broken drifting Joy Cons that I have. So yeah, not too bad of a loss. Just disappear. Really. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably just in like the little cubby. I keep all my stuff, but it's just buried. I don't know. Mm, yeah, it's just gone somewhere. But I'm the only one who ever touched it, so I have no idea what happened to it. <laughs> yeah, and so those, those I'm not too worried about. And then yeah. we have the case, which was like a nice hard shell case, but also kind of soft. case that had 19 slots for games. Um, And then I had a 20th game in the Switch itself. So with just those things, we're at uh, $405 worth of stuff. (laughs) That's gone. If we count the blue and green Joy-Con as one set. If we count it as two, Mm -hmm. it's much more. Wait. All the games, you're still only at $400? No, no, no. This is just, this is without any of the games. Oh, okay. So just the things I've listed so far, the Switch, the Joy-Cons, and the case is at 405 Okay. I guess I'll just reveal now. You have an SD card in there too? Oh, yeah, SD card was in there. So however much that was. Those were pretty cheap though, depending on how big it is. Yeah, I don't remember. sell pretty frequently remember doing it when i i briefly looked up the prices of all the games i lost on amazon and so the total comes out to one thousand four hundred twenty dollars about oh man you really made someone's day i know i really hope that it was like a dad who can't afford the switch (laughs) and he he Uh. had just watched aladdin and was like it's okay if i steal for the better of my family because I'm just a street rat and I have to fend for myself in order to entertain myself. And But who knows? It could be misplaced. Maybe someone didn't steal it. Maybe I'll that find it later. Be, that would be great if you end up having, yeah. if you end up with two switches because of this. That, well, that would be ideal. I would rather uh, end up with just the original one, but we'll see about that. Yeah. All right. So. Here are the games that I've lost. This is going to be the, the heart-wrenching part. I know. It's it's in no particular order. These were just me trying to remember what games were in there and then looking through games and seeing what I was missing. But I figured them all out. Number one, Monster Hunter Rise purchased last week. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> or maybe it was two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. I got about like maybe hour or two into it. Don't know if I'll get much more into it now. <laughs> uh, then we have Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, that makes me sad. It makes me sad too, Curtis. <laughs> so that's the whole gate. That's the game that made me want a Switch. I know. But you, you can have... come play at my house. You have Nintendo Switch Online, right? Yes. So all of the most of these games, I assume, I can have been saved to the cloud. <clears throat> right. If you get another copy, yeah, you at least get back your Abraham Lincoln. Is the first thing I thought of. 
Yeah. Um, and we will go over. So maybe we could do this as I go along. So Super Smash, if I have to buy a new Switch, Super Smash Brothers is definitely on the list of games that I have to rebuy, right? Right. Okay. Say so. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I would agree with that. Yeah, and, you got all the because you got the DLC for it too, right? All the DLC. Yeah, all the DLC. Yeah. Um, including all the me costumes, which I will never use, but for some reason had to buy. <laughs> that was actually when I I would always use my points from all the other games to buy all the me costumes, there you go. and then they would cost <laughs> like one cent. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next on the list, another one that I think I would have to rebuy, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah. Can't just not have Mario Kart, even if you basically never play it. Yeah, it's always one that, like, in a party situation or, like, with my family, like, they all know how to play Mario Kart. You gotta have the option. Uh, Next on the list, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Did you beat that one? I never beat it. I enjoyed playing it. I maybe played 15 to 20 hours. But I don't think I was close to the end of the game. From what I've heard, you weren't close at all. <laughs> yeah. And so it's one that like I kind of fell off. I don't know if I would need to rebuy this one right away. Maybe if I wanted to play it later but like yeah that's what i would say too i i do still have all the cases of these games if that's important to anybody (laughs) you can still look at the cases and be like that's nice yeah still have it still have it on the shelf put it on the shelf in lie to people oh houses is a great game yeah i actually don't have it yeah (laughs) or like in 10 years when I go to like a used game store and they have the game for some reason without the case, I can just buy it and put it in the case. You go to GameStop and they had all the Game Boy games and it was just like in that awkward case by the register. Oh yeah, the The glass case. It'll be that, but it'll just be, yeah, the glass, little glass case with all these little tiny Switch cartridges in it. Yeah. There you go. That's a great idea. All right, next we got Octopath Traveler. A game I kept trying to get back into. That's true. But I did put enough time into it that I wouldn't want to start Yeah, you won't have all your save files and stuff, yeah. But I kept trying to force myself to get back into it, and I don't know if it was really happening, so. (laughs) Well, that one's another one where I can... I could take it or leave it, I think. Uh, next on the list, Mario 3D All-Stars. Which now you can't buy. Yeah. Can't buy it now. That one is a tough one for me because the exclusivity of it makes me feel like I should buy it again. Which it's still on Amazon, by the way. Wow. Buy it right now. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I I don't feel like I need to play it right now. I wonder if that's why it got taken. That could be it. Nintendo did this when they (laughs) killed Mario. We're looking looking for 
all stars and they just took the they, whole bag just to be yeah. sure i mean yeah, this yeah. would explain the record sales for mario kart 8 deluxe because people <laughs> just keep after rebuying it because nintendo steals it <laughs> they how many buy... how many game sales are a result of people getting their switch stolen they buy a new switch and then rebuy the games i've been thinking about that a lot recently actually <laughs> and i there's got to be a few or not even stolen but just losing it or something like that well i've been thinking lately similar lines how much of nintendo's revenue is people buying extra joy cons because the joy cons keep breaking mm, probably a good amount but yeah i I know that people who have fixed, who have bought actually four it. sets of Joy Cons. <laughs> I myself have bought two extra sets of Joy Cons <laughs> just because they stopped working. Yeah, I I am in the the club of the four sets of Joy Cons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. All right. Next, we've got Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Also, pretty recent purchase. Pretty recent purchase. Yeah. I did do everything in that game, though. No, oh, okay. So, so you, not as much of a sting. It. But still, I, I don't know. I don't want it to be gone. You could wait, and then if you want to play it again in a few years or whatever, yeah. you could buy it again. Agreed. All right. I'll just group the next two together. Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition and Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I don't know why I carried around the original Hyrule Warriors <laughs> for so long in the case. Just I, in case, you know. I know. I liked it a lot and wanted to keep playing it, but I just never got back to it. And then when Age of Calamity came out, I got way more into that one. And then I think... I think with probably the purchase of Pokemon Snap, which I am probably not going to purchase anymore, <laughs> it would have replaced the definitive edition of Hyrule Warriors. Right. Um, but yeah, they they were probably both games that I wasn't getting back to anytime soon. With the DLC for Age of Calamity, I was planning on going back into it, though. Um, Pikmin 3 Deluxe. A surprise for me. I'd never played a Pikmin game, but I really enjoyed that one. Good um, one. I did most of the things in it. And so, I got my money's worth out of it. Um, then we've got Paper Mario and the Origami King. Another one that I, I beat the story. Didn't feel the need to complete it. Had a great time with it. Got my money's worth. <clears throat> Not a priority for me to to replace. Um, this one is an interesting one. Ring Fit Adventure. I oh. still own the ring. The ring still. And the leg strap. But I no longer have the game. And you, you can't just buy the card, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Can you buy a digital copy? I do don't know. I think so. Yeah. I'll check for you. Yeah, you check that out. And kinda doubt it to be honest, but Yeah. 
kind of weird though, right? To just like not list the software in the eShop. Like, I mean, it's weird, but at the same time, why would you buy it if you didn't have right? The well, switches get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> And they don't sell the ring separately, so yeah. Yeah, you can't buy it on the eShop. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that was even like a discussion. I don't know, because they did like, with the Mario Kart home circuit, you can download for free the game portion of it. Mm, but you like and when you buy the cart, it's just a little car that says Go to the eShop and download this game. Yeah. <laughs> and so they could have went that route with Ring Fit. In theory, they could have done that because if you don't have the ring, then you could just borrow the ring from somebody and then yeah, people would sell the ring secondhand and then you could get it. I don't know. You could Forge also... There'd be ways ring. to work around it, I feel like. Yeah. And you could probably beat the game with just the Joy-Con. You just wouldn't be doing any of the exercises. <laughs> I'm sure people do anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, next we got Pokemon Sword. Any thoughts on that one? Yeah, you weren't going to get back to that for anytime so long. So here's the thing I did catch every Pokemon. Oh, that's true. I did do. A lot of the first DLC, and I never started the second DLC. And so there was a case for me eventually going to do the second DLC and doing like the new legendary birds and stuff like that. But I don't think it was going to be anytime soon. They're going to make another Pokemon game eventually. That's true. Pokemon games is similar enough that once the new one comes around, like this one might not feel like worthwhile to go back to you know yeah unless they hook me in with the complete pokemon home thing where if you log in every pokemon on pokemon home right. you get like a special prize and i don't think i would do that because it's yeah. such a huge undertaking but that is when you start scheming of like well what pokemon can i get in each game to achieve this Right. Yeah, but that's too much time in my life right now that I can't afford. So you're you guys are probably right. Probably not going to get back into Pokemon Sword. All right, next we've got uh... until Pokemon Lance comes out. <laughs> Pokemon Spear. Pokemon Gun. Well, Pokemon Gun. They do have the the Diamond Pearl remake coming out. There you go. And then the, the uh, what's the legends something I forgot what it's called. Serious? I don't know. Arceus. 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 Arceus Willie. That's the one. Yeah, the furniture store. <laughs> the furniture the store that life. gave birth to the whole Pokemon series and created the world. All right. <laughs> next on the list, we've got. Uh, uh, the ultimate character roster of Mario and Sonic at the Olympia, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. Hey man, my my kids are still way into that. So 
<laughs> I'm very glad I have that digitally, and there's no chance of them ruining it. Yeah, you made the right call. Oh man, can you imagine if they lost that, like the dig- the physical cart? Yeah, that would be be so sad. That would be doomsday in my house. Also, something that many people know, but is always interesting to note to me, the fact that there was no Olympics in 2020 and yet they right. made the game before <laughs> that. I do think that will factor in to that being more of like a, an interesting collector's item down the road. Mm, I can see that. Alright, we've got uh, six more games. Luigi's Mansion 3. probably did most of so like that's one that yeah you play it and i haven't gone back to it i did have one friend dallin you're probably not listening but he constantly invited me to do the multiplayer and always i, think I did that with you you once. did do it with me and there was, was always fun. like at least six to eight people playing and it was a great time <laughs> Something that not a lot of that people was fun did. That one time. Yeah, yeah. And so I will not have that available to me if he ever wants to do that again. Uh, then we've got uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Wasn't playing that at all. Put in a lot of time into it. Don't know if this is as big of a loss as it would be for a lot of people for me. Yeah. I'm in the same boat or I just haven't played it in so long just fell off of it so hard yeah then we've got super mario maker 2 mm. a game that i what was that paul yeah i was gonna say how much time have you put into that um not as much as i did surprisingly in the 3ds mario maker and i think i had kind of got my feel so i made a level played a bunch of levels did the campaign. It's one of those ones that I constantly think about of how fun it would be to make a, a level or a bunch of levels. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I kind of wish that I had time to put into like making a cool level. It takes a lot more time than you'd think to yeah. do it. you know. And that's, that's exactly why I think about it and don't end up doing it. <laughs> yeah. I think I made, I think I might have done two or three levels. Is all. I've put in at least 50 hours into that game. Wow. Granted, one of them took me like 10 minutes to make because it was for my, I think she was three at the time. Yeah. <laughs> my three year old. <laughs> you are. And then I was like, I might as well upload it. You're one of the few, Curtis, who have beaten my level, No P in Arul. <laughs> no P in Arul. <laughs> so, I still uh... have the. That was that's the one uh you call it a screenshot not screenshot but oh yeah on your Twitter gameplay footage that I've ever posted to any social media ever. <laughs> I remember that. It's part of that level of me barely making it through the pipe with <laughs> oh, yeah. all the missiles coming in at me. Keep in mind level. my level was not well designed, but I enjoyed making it. It was fun. I liked it. Uh, thank you, Curtis. Um, okay, Mario Tennis Aces is the next one. A game I personally loved 
but not a lot of other people loved it, and so I didn't play it as much as I wanted to. Yeah. But I did have some intense mashes online in the tournaments and stuff. Um, my littlest brother, who's not really into games, I remember watched me playing against this guy, and we kept... It was like the most intense match, and I remember how like enthralled my brother was at how like close the match was the whole time. <laughs> it was a great memory, but I don't know. Um, not one I played a lot because not a lot of people got into it. Yeah. Um, then one of the lower tier ones on here, a collection of mana. All of I did not think you would get that thing about that. Yeah, first three uh, games in the Mana series. Is that what it's called? It's sure. Yeah. Secret of Mana is the big that's one. That's right. Final Fantasy Adventure, I think, is the first one. It's like a Game Boy game, a Super Nintendo game, and then Trials of Mana, I want to say, is the other one. Let me look this up. I can't. I think you're right. Where it was an English port of a game that was only released in Japan. Um, let's see. Everyone always talked about these games. And so I wanted to give them a shot. I found a sale on the collection of Mana physical copy. And so I grabbed it. I played Secret of Mana with a friend. I played Final Fantasy Adventure for a good amount of time. Yeah, it's, it is Final Fantasy Adventure, Secret of Mana, and Trials of Mana. Um, and I never played Trials of Mana. But I had a good time with them. It was just one of those things that, like... I think in a different time of my life, I could have got way into it. But because there are so many games to play... Yeah. This, this was one that like I thought it was cool but wasn't getting like super into it. And then of There's course there was to play like Secret of Mana as well. Yeah, that's true. And I I think it's on the Super Nintendo Classic, which I also have access to, so yeah. um and last but of course not least, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. A game that uh, mm. also probably Which... wasn't going to play anytime soon, but <clears throat> but I'm but... assuming was also purchased on launch day, right? It was purchased on launch day, so it does have I don't, some. I don't know if that makes nice. it more valuable. Yeah. So yeah, those are the games that I lost. Also, honorable mention the fact that. I will not be playing Pokemon Snap anytime soon. So, yeah, so that's a another loss, an opportunity loss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's here's my questions for Mario you guys. Golf. Mario Golf as well. Mario Golf is coming. What? It's in a while still, but. What would you guys do in this situation? What would be your plan on restoring? Would you be like, well, I won't be playing the Switch for a while? Would it be 
I'm immediately going to replace this. Uh, what what would you guys? What do you think you would do? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that. So right now. Yeah. I would right now because of Pokemon Snap. I feel like I would. I would probably buy a new Switch. Oh wow! Immediately, like. Pokemon Snap is very important to me. <laughs> what, what, what if someone offered to let you borrow their Switch and you just bought Pokemon Snap and? No, that would not be good enough for me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, but at a lot of other times in the history of the Switch, I probably would be like, "Well, whatever." But I don't know how my kids would react. Especially mm. my son Ryan, it, the actual loss of the Switch would be devastating for him. So we might end yeah. up buying a new one just just to stop the tears. That is interesting to me because for me as a kid, if something like this happened, my parents wouldn't do that. They would be like, oh, that's a bummer. I guess on your birthday or on Christmas, we'll, we'll get a new one. But because like video games already had a reputation of not being like, not the best reputation among people who weren't into them. Like, I feel like as a kid, this would be just a loss that... I would eventually well, restore, but not to the full extent that I would want to. It's because it's important to him and me. Okay, that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah if, if it was something else that, like, like there's some of their toys that, like, are super important to them, but we don't care about, I don't think we would replace immediately. But, like, it's just another reason that would push me mm, toward, yeah, well, yeah. we're just going to get another one. What about you? But honestly, for, uh... it, it would be it would be ugly. It would be very <laughs> bad. <if> you <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't wait for the Switch Pro. That's supposedly going to be a thing. That's I another do not thing. Believe I am the Switch that. Pro. <laughs> yeah. Now, I famously made in our predictions episode a prediction famously. Uh, that everyone <laughs> remembers. <laughs> that there would even be no announcement of the Switch Pro this year. Yeah. And I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> How much I mean, do you I, believe yourself? Yeah. <laughs> it would suck to be like, okay, I'll buy a new Switch and then like yeah. a week later, like the Switch Pro is coming out. And you're like, dang it, you know, like <laughs> that would be frustrating. Happened sure. to my cousin with the Oculus Quest 2. He bought the uh, the first Oculus Quest and didn't even realize oh, that really? the Quest 2 was coming out like a week later. <laughs> That's funny. And isn't the Quest 2 like a significant drop in price and like jump and like that feels like that one would hurt. Yes. I think they had the same price point but it was it had more memory and I think the hardware was just better overall. Yeah. Also interesting to note that Resident Evil 4 VR version that was just announced is exclusive to the Oculus Quest 2. Not even on Oculus Not Rift. Not even on the Rift? Yeah. Really? What, that's what they yeah. said in the commercial. Maybe they'll reveal more details, but 
I thought have that it was on their Rift. That doesn't make any sense. I agree, but it sounds like Nintendo being like, "This next game is exclusive to the Switch Lite, yeah. <laughs> nothing else." <laughs> like, <what? laughs> they did do that though with the new, the new 3DS, right? There were exclusive yeah. games. That one makes sense. Yeah, but that's an upgrade. That would be like exclusive to the Oculus Rift. But I I feel like the Quest 2 maybe is more powerful than the Rift at this point. It depends on your PC, though, right? Yeah, that's true. Anyway. But yeah, uh, I think going back to the Switch, one nice, I guess silver lining on this is if you buy a new switch you'll end up with the one with the better battery life so that's that nice true. i was thinking about that's that too thing. and uh, you have the option of like if you want a cool limited edition one or something you know you can you can kind of wait for it too i have been seeing the animal crossing ones floating around every once in a while i'll go into walmart yeah. and see them i really like the joy con colors on that yeah me too the dock is fine, but you're also in the position where if you don't care about the dock, but you like the Joy-Cons on it, you buy it, and you just don't use the dock, because I'm assuming you have the dock from the old one, right? That is true. I do still then have, you have the dock. Docks. I still have a That's pink nice. and yellow Joy-Con. <laughs> I still... I do have a lot of games still. They're not as... Yeah. Like, I had some of the best games in the case, but I still have my, like Mario Odyssey... I still have, uh, I don't have them next to me, so I don't know. The, I have, but I have like a good amount of like good to okay to bad games. <laughs> I would, yeah, my, I mean, my I question now you... is, sorry, real quick. My question now is why did you have Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition in your case and not Mario Odyssey? <laughs> because... <laughs> Hyrule Warriors was one that I thought about coming back to, but Mario Odyssey was one that I did basically everything except for oh, yeah. Luigi's Balloon World, but that wasn't enough for me to bring it out again, I think. Okay. Like, but I, I put in the time to get the 999 moons in every costume when the game right, came out, yeah, yeah. and so... I literally had nothing left to do in the game. Yeah, I did that twice. <laughs> wow. Another form of video game loss, a child deleting your save. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we will get into that in a bit. No, no. <laughs> um, what about with the games? If you guys lost this amount of games, would you what would you do i'd probably only replace the ones that are played frequently yeah. like smash and mario kart honestly yeah. that's probably it for me because those actually, are two especially smash this is actually like a surprisingly good way to like review a game to like tell how important is to you like yeah if you lost the game today would you buy it again yeah. like i'm just like thinking through all the games i own and there's some where it's like yes i have to own a copy of that mm-hmm. there's some that's like meh like i had my time with this. <laughs> yeah 
Okay, even really if it's like a really third. great game, if I've already played it through and had my time with it and really enjoyed it, like I don't know if I would buy it again, you know? Yeah. Like if I were to sell my Wii U right now, because that's where I have Breath of the Wild, so I would sell Breath of the Wild with it, probably wouldn't buy it on Switch. Yeah. Because I've played it maybe in a year or so i don't know if i ever decide i do want to play that game again and it's time that i actually feel like playing it again i'd probably buy it but yeah like i feel I like somehow... i've played it and i'm done with it i'd probably be good just not buying it again if i lost all access to like the witcher 3 somehow like if i only had physical copies of that hmm. it would be really hard for me to not just go buy another copy even though i'm not going to play it but it's just like i just want to have access to it that's that's how i feel about some of these like breath of the wild is one where like i don't know anytime i'm gonna get back into it but i want access to it because it's just such a great time but like yeah smash Mm. and mario kart i would definitely buy again i would think about 3d all-stars just because it's exclusive (laughs) um yeah I might do Age of Calamity again because I did want to get the DLC. Ring Fit Adventure I would want because I I did use Ring Fit Adventure surprisingly was one I kept getting back into because of the promise of exercise. <laughs> and like I was doing it again recently. But I might do Animal Crossing again, but maybe not. I don't know. Mario Tennis, maybe, but then again, probably not. The other stinger about Nintendo specifically is these games will like never go on sale. Yeah. Yeah. If it were if it were anything else, you could get Mario Tennis for like ten bucks at this point. Yeah. Not Nintendo. I did notice that a lot of the games have gone down to $50 on Amazon, at least, which surprised me. They'll go on sale to like 45 at the lowest. Yeah. But usually when they come out, they're 60. Yeah, Yeah, that is true. And the base price for most... So you can go to Walmart. For whatever reason, Walmart sells all of them for 50. Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) But they do. That's where I go. If I want a physical copy of a game, I usually end up driving to Walmart so I can save 10 bucks. Uh, I do the same thing. All right. What about you guys? Has has anything like this ever happened to you? Paul, you mentioned the lost save file. Yeah. Um, so I have had a backpack stolen, but it was just a laptop and it was a work laptop. So I recovered from that pretty quickly. But what I thought more of was, yeah, the times I have lost save files. So even though I didn't lose access to the game, it's. Uh, it, it, it hurt. Yeah. So the, the probably the worst one is the, the Mario Odyssey one I mentioned where we had done absolutely everything, you know, all the outfits all the stars uh, and uh, my son just really liked to watch the opening cutscene, 
And so he kept saving <laughs> over, like he kept restarting and he would just save over like the other <laughs> slots. And he figured out how to do all this without being able to read, which was the other impressive thing because the save slots thing is pretty buried in the Mario Odyssey menu. Oh, and wow. so I tried, I like tried to save it by like telling it to not. Oh no, I didn't do that till after. I was like, well, I have a cloud save, but. Nintendo being Nintendo, the cloud save thing is not very helpful and it just overwrites immediately. Mm, yeah. So the cloud save did not help me. So then I told mm. it to stop auto cloud saving Mario Odyssey. And yeah, we ended up redoing the entire game again. Um, I guess legitimately, my son did help get a lot of the easy stars. So <laughs> we helped get back. Um, but then there was another time when I unlocked every uh, character in Wii Mario Kart, which takes uh, a significant really hard to get. Yeah, uh, I had unlocked every single one, and my it was on my parents' Wii, and it was like it was like a weird like summer transition between like school and work and stuff. So I ended up having like a couple weeks of literally nothing to do. So that's mm -hmm. what I did was I unlocked every single Mario Kart character. And then, yeah, I think my nephew somehow overwrote that. And so over several trips to my parents' house between me and my brother, we did it again. But that that was quite the blow, especially because I had done it at like, you know, that it was like, I think it was like right before I went to college or something. So it was like, it felt like an important time in my life. So it felt like what I did with that time was a race. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but that those are the I think those are only two times where I've lost like significant amounts of effort via save file mishaps. But they they certainly hurt at the time, even though we did eventually recover from it. Which, un unfortunately, you can't just somehow re-unlock the games. You would have to pay real money in your case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I have had that experience, too, where a save file is deleted the one in particular that i remember was and i think i've mentioned this before too in another episode was uh super smash brothers for n64 um i had read either on i think it was online back in the early days when i was young and dumb and the internet was new um that if you got 9,999 9, KOs with a character, you would unlock Metal Mario as a character. <laughs> and I believed that. And I think I was up to like 4,000 KOs with Ness. <laughs> and oh my, my little, my younger brother, he deleted my file by accident. Or so we think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I was like, oh my gosh, 
I put all this work and thinking back on it, I was stupid for thinking that that would actually work. But <laughs> there was also kind of like the silver lining in losing the file as in I remembered what it was like to unlock the secret characters again. And just like it reminded me that it was like that was a fun thing to do was like do the things weird things in the game that unlock these characters and unlock the secret stage and like stuff like that. And so sometimes I don't have any other specific examples, but just remembering when like things would be deleted and then wanting to have that again and having the fun of having to replay the game to get that again. I can't think only one I can think of, I guess this either it doesn't happen, it didn't happen to me very often, or when it did, I guess maybe I didn't care. I don't know. <laughs> but the only one I can think of specifically, which is also I've mentioned, is Dark Souls 2 that I was playing on my roommate's PlayStation 3 that, as I've said before, died and I was pretty far into that game. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. I do remember though on PlayStation One, trying to remember what Final Fantasy it was. He's, I want to say it was either Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Nine. It was probably Final Fantasy Seven. I remember accidentally overwriting um, my brother's save file with my save file, <laughs> and I remember <laughs> moment of just sheer panic, like, "Oh crap, <laughs> he's going to be so mad." <laughs> And he was he was mad. I remember he was, he, was, he was not happy with me. Probably had a lot of time into that game too. I remember both of my brothers being really into that game and like grinding to be able to defeat all the weapons, like these optional bosses that are just like super hard. I remember them both grinding to do it. And I wonder. I can't remember exactly the file I accidentally deleted, but I wonder if it was one of those ones where they had put so many hours grinding to build the those bosses and i wonder if i just ruined it <laughs> i can't remember <laughs> sorry jeff <laughs> <laughs> other than that i can't really think of any there's some games like on steam or like i'll like when i refresh my computer you know so then i gotta reinstall everything and then all my save files are gone without realizing it mm, yeah. or getting a new computer then this you know cloud saves or whatever don't work for whatever reason yeah happened a few times with like dark actually dark souls that happened on pc as well stuff like that but i don't know yeah i've started That's about it super meat boy three times before i actually beat it because i played on different computers each time and it's one of the few games yeah. that doesn't have a steam steam cloud save yeah i do remember this is video game adjacent it wasn't a game but i remember i remember this very clearly actually um in second grade back when i was in po into pokemon i got a foil dark charizard card <laughs> and i remember remember being so pumped about it taking it to school and it disappearing and i couldn't find it anywhere uh, yeah that's then i i oh, caught wind that someone might have swiped it and i had no way to prove it or anything you know but i had very strong suspicions that i know who it was and then later 
a different day, my really good chancy card went missing. And I was like, okay, I think I know what's going on. And I remember <laughs> I was probably in recess, um, but I remember going to the kid's backpack and like rifling through it and finding my chancy card. Oh, wow. I'd be like, I knew it was you. And I'm being so bad. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I don't know how that got in there. And he would, he never fessed up to stealing my dark chancy. Oh, wow. And I'm still like 90% sure it was him. And he never, I remember like his friends were like, oh, no, he didn't take it. But like, way they said it or like oh, crap he knows kind of thing you know mm, but they yeah. wouldn't didn't want to rat out his their friend uh yeah that almost makes it worse when you're in like an area where you know he's in my second grade class so i could like yeah. look over behind my shoulder i'm like oh yeah. i want it back that one stung i think that stung more than any video game or anything because it's not like i could just go buy it again you know i opened it in a pack of cards yeah that is it was just my pure luck that I got it. Oh man, Good times. Uh, that reminds me of a trade I made with a Pokemon card, and they had it was an Arcanine card. He had it in a sleeve, and in the sleeve, you didn't notice that it was like a weird, like washed out ink colors, like it wasn't printed right. Um, which now is like cool but at the time i was so mad he pulls it out of the sleeve and hands it to me like after the trade is done and it like it is defective <laughs> like yeah. it's not the real arcanine it's he would, like... yeah he would not trade back and i was that was devastating and then there was a there was a harry potter card i don't know if you guys ever played the harry potter card game but it's probably my favorite trading card game ever yeah, yeah. Um, and I made a trade with this kid. I was in like fifth grade and I think the kid was in like second grade. I made a trade with him and his big brother took the card. I traded him and folded it like just to be mean. I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the kid Kids came are the back worst, to me. <laughs> kid came back to me and was like, uh, will you trade back? And partially because of my own Arcanine experience years earlier, I did trade this kid back, but also because he looked like he was about to break down and cry. And I was just like, yeah, that wasn't like an important card to me. That's why I <laughs> traded it. So like, I guess, sure, I'll take it oh, back. Yeah. Like, whatever, yeah. kid. <laughs> All right. I got three quick stories for you guys of sharing or of losing things <laughs> one relating to your card stories when i thought i was too cool for pokemon cards i gave every single pokemon card i owned to my brother thinking it was like a cool move like hey check this out like i'm giving you this thing that i care about and now you can like pokemon cards too and stuff like that i know where this is going uh he sold every single one that I owned for like 20 bucks. It was a lot of Pokemon cards. (laughs) (laughs) And so he did not value them for what I valued them, but I learned to Uh, never give anyone anything after that. Quick interjection here. Uh I did the same thing with my Yu-Gi-Oh card collection, Mm. which was, 
hundreds of dollars. Um, my little sister took my first edition booster version, Blue Eyes White Dragon, and traded it with a kid for like the default starter deck one because she liked the art better. <laughs> That was like that was like a seventy dollar card that you traded for this literal trash. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I still have my Pokemon cards. I wonder if they're worth anything now. If you Pokemon watch had... the right YouTube videos, they're worth billions of dollars. <laughs> no right. But if you, I was gonna what, remember if you look it up. It. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking it up because I remember thinking that's got to be worth something. It was the I have the uh, uh, like foil limited edition Mew card mm, that they yeah, handed out yeah. at the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I never opened it. It's still in its original packaging. Oh, wow. oh nice. I've never actually seen like the front of the card because there's like another like promo card thing in front of it. You know, <laughs> so all I can see is the back of it. I never opened it, and it's still I still have it. Wow. In condition. And That's impressive. I was like, this has got to be worth something. And I went on eBay and they're going for about five dollars. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> um, so this has happened to me before where I have lost a lot of gaming stuff in one one fell swoop. Um the other time this happened to me was I found a case in our garage, just like a leather case that perfectly fit my Game Boy and a bunch of the games. And I had like a lot of like really like I had a lot of games in there. I got really into the Game Boy Advance at one point um, and we moved and after that move, we realized a bunch of stuff had gone missing. And all those Game Boy games were one of those things. I don't think the Game Boy was in there. I still have some of the Game Boy games that I had that weren't in the case for one reason or another. Um, but that was another one where I, like, for not even months, for years, every once in a while, I'd remember it and be like, okay, I got to see if it's somewhere in here. And I would just like search the entire house to see if I could find <laughs> it. And like to this day, I have bought a few of them and like think about them and like, oh, I wish I had this game still. And like, yeah. Um, and so that's one thing I'm worried about with the switch is just like in the future. Like, I wonder if the nostalgia will catch up to me and be like, Oh, I remember when I had this game, like, and then looking it up and it's like way more expensive than I want to pay or something, which does happen sometimes with these older Nintendo games. Um, and the other it actually happened to me too recently oh, yeah? when my parents moved out of their house this last summer and I had, they found my Game Boy case and I was like, finally, like, cause I don't remember getting rid of a lot of my Game Boy Advance games. I thought maybe they were in there and it was like had Metroid Fusion, I think was like the only thing in there and like Breath of Fire 2, which was my brother's mm -hmm. and I ended up with it somehow. That was all that was in there. And I was like, where's like uh WarioWare and yeah. like I had both Fire Emblem games and what was the other one I really wanted to play again? 
I remember now, but yeah, I couldn't find them anywhere. Like all of our old Game Boy games. And I was like, I was thinking when we we're cleaning out that entire house, it's because they're moving. I thought maybe we were going to find them. And I remember they were in this brown bag. I remember the bag perfectly and I couldn't find them anywhere. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. It always is. Then I played Metroid Fusion on my Game Boy Advance, and I was like, I can't even see what's going on on this thing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm not too too beat up about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then one one last story. Uh, my the original DS, I got that, and uh. We all, my, the DS was the one thing that, like, every sibling in my family had for some reason. But for a while, it was just me and my little brother who, or my younger brother who had it. Um, And I remember when I kind of outgrew the DS and my youngest siblings didn't have it, they would, they would kind of play with it. And so... Mario Kart DS was one that they they liked and my sister was playing it one time and all of a sudden my sister comes to me sobbing and like she's like devastated and I'm like what's what's going on and she shows me my DS broken in half just both <laughs> halves gone and apparently she had gotten so frustrated with losing at Mario Kart that she snapped the DS in <laughs> two. And so that was another time where some video game hardware was lost to me forever. That's funny. And I don't oh, and... think I ever replaced it until years and years later when I bought a new 3DS. Where is my DS? I don't like games. Starting to realize that I don't have a lot of stuff that I <laughs> can't remember if oh. I sold it. I didn't sell it. I wonder if my brother used it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, that's I a guess. side note. We may you know, be starting the second episode of Lost right now. <laughs> <laughs> Things that I didn't even know were missing. Yeah, and that's the thing. When it comes down to it, it's just possessions. What does it really matter? Yeah. It's a little harder when you like video games and the one you lose is like still has new games coming out for it. Yeah. But I have had multiple friends offer to let me borrow their Switch. And for me... When it comes down to it, Pokemon Snap is one that I could buy still and borrow someone's Switch and play it in a week. And I can sign into my account on someone else's Switch and do the cloud save if I really want to play it again on a Switch that I own. But I I don't know. At this moment, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't think I'm going to immediately buy a new Switch. Um, I have thought about waiting until a Switch Pro. I don't know if I'll be able to hold out that long. Um, 
but we'll see. I think yeah. I could probably be okay with missing out on Skyward Sword HD and Mario Golf, but we'll see what they announce in the fall and see if I have to, to get back on that. Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. Yeah, if that comes out, I probably <laughs> will be buying a new Switch. If I were you, I would definitely at least, if you don't hold out for this Switch Pro version that may or may not even exist, I would at least hold out for like a special edition Switch, you know? Yeah, I could do that. Do you really like? They'll probably do one for Breath of the Wild too, right? Yeah. Pretty hard. Hard to imagine. Sure they would, yeah. Something, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm sure next week I'll be like, well, I buckled down under the pressure and bought a Switch. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes well, the funeral. Unless Moment of silence for all for Ryan's Switch and all the many video game things we've lost along the way. <laughs> Are we allowed to do moments of silence on a podcast? <laughs> 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 is that not allowed is this inappropriate i don't know if you I think i'm offending anybody if I? you <laughs> want to have a moment of silence just pause and then there you go. Okay. <laughs> we'll do ours separately <laughs> sorry i started laughing <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we kind of sometimes have moments of silence that aren't planned. <laughs> yeah, they're just podcast. awkward sil- silences. I, I still refuse to edit. <laughs> Not worth it. You should. <laughs> it's, our, our listeners like the raw authenticity of the live recording. Yeah. If you feel like this needs to be edited wait uh, it probably never will because we need money to do that probably and i don't know if this will ever make money it's funding <laughs> if you see potential here and want to sponsor this podcast enough that we can edit it we'd be happy to have that discussion <laughs> yeah which if we the... get enough people on our patreon supporting <laughs> us on the patreon that we don't have we'll start editing it or if you decide to start the ninth company that has a mattress that can fit in a box the shape of a mini fridge. <laughs> you can sponsor us. We'll talk about you. We'll say you're better than all the other eight. <laughs> we'll say it. And we'll believe it. Yeah. We will constantly uh use them for 89 days and then ship them back on the 90th when our trial is over. <laughs> and do a free trial. <laughs> I think it's a good offer, you know? Yeah. Some, uh, some, uh, visibility on your new product. Think about it. Sleep on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, all right. I don't know uh, how to end this. Anything else? And, uh, uh, R.I.P. Ryan Switch. I know. You were a good Switch. Please 
send us an email at chancetimepodcast.com with just an F. <laughs> Nothing else. Or you can also rate our our podcast with F for Ryan Switch or Rip for Ryan Switch. Please do. Also, if you have it, <laughs> please give it back. Any <laughs> yeah. yeah. hot tip, email chance time podcast. <laughs> If you're holding Ryan switch for ransom, please <laughs> email what you need at chancelifepodcast.com. And don't make it weird. Don't just send me that. the L button in an envelope or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Start taking it apart piece by piece. <laughs> Joke's on you. He's got like four more Joy-Con. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming to see James. Thanks for coming to see James. There it is. Goodbye. Hey, bye. Bye.